Hello, I'm Ben Thompson, owner of Thompson & Terry Recruitment. I'm Mike Foster, the entrepreneur's mentor. And you are listening to an edited version of Get Radio's Business Brunch with Ben and Mike, uh, which airs every Sunday at 11am on DAB Digital Radio across Oxfordshire and online at getradio.co.uk. And our show introduces you to local trusted experts, whilst we also talk about topics that you, the listeners, tell us is impacting on local businesses and their owners. For copyright reasons, we cannot play the songs mentioned in the show. Uh, but for more info and business wrench related content, please do head over to getradio.co.uk. I definitely recommend it. Get Radio's Business Brunch with Ben and Mike. Sponsored by We Do HR Support. Leave your HR to the experts so you can focus on what you do best. Good morning. This is Get Radio and welcome to the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike. My name is Ben Thompson, owner of Thompson & Terry Recruitment and indeed the Oxford Business Community Network. And my name is Mike Foster, the entrepreneur's mentor. Now, you'll know by now we introduce you to local people from our business community to help discuss through topical issues that we know are impacting on the local business community and the businesses involved. And on today's show, we look forward to welcoming Nikki Gracie from Sobel House. And we're going to be talking about a number of things. But Ben, just to sort of position that with my first question, what can businesses do to get more involved with the charity or what can individuals do from a volunteering perspective? Mike, I think that's a question that we hear so regularly um, in the network, isn't it? Um, and I think that's a question that I think Nikki will give some really, really good um, and honest advice um, around that topic. So I think that when people say they want to volunteer, they always want to do good. They always want to help, don't they? But, but sometimes actually little tweaks can have a much bigger impact on the charities that impact them. This is the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike. We'll be welcoming Nikki after this. Get radio. Welcome back to the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike on Get Radio. And today I'm really, really delighted to be um, joined by Nikki Gracie of Sober House. Welcome, Nikki. Hi, Ben. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks. Good. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, so please start by telling all of the listeners all about you and indeed a Sober House. Absolutely. So I took over from Tim Race um, back at the start of the year. And so I am a relationship fundraising manager at Sobel. So looking after businesses and networking with the local business community, which is great. We've got so many friends out there and it's lovely to meet people in person, but also to speak to people like this on Zoom and Teams and on the phone um, and see the many ways that they can support us, which is which is great. Amazing. We will build a lot more on Sobel House um, over over the next show or, or throughout the next hour. But but before we do that, um, can you share with the listeners a little bit about your background before Sobel House? Yeah, absolutely. So I've got a business background. Um, in the early um, 2000s, I worked for GSK um, and did a number of roles there. I then had kids um, and then worked both for myself and for other businesses, uh, latterly um, for the startup Russell and Atwell, who have chocolate startup, fresh chocolate, amazing chocolate, um, based up in Birmingham. And so I did um, some business development work for them. Um, but I wanted to give something back. I wanted to work for a charity um now at this sort of this point in my career and wanted to actually give something back to the community so I was delighted when I've known Tim for a long time happened to see on his LinkedIn that he was leaving Sobel so I rang him up and said what do you think Tim would it be a job that might might suit me and he said oh yes do apply Nikki so I applied and 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 just delighted to get the job um, and really enjoying uh, working at Sobel. Amazing. And we're delighted to have you um, as part of the Oxfordshire network as well. So, so no, thank you for that. Um, the most difficult question that any guest has asked on this show um, is always their song choice. Um, so let's let's go in with that question. What is your song choice and why have you picked it? It is a difficult question, but I'm going to um, pick Count On Me, Bruno Mars. Um, 
my um, now 19 year old daughter and her friend Natalie sang this at the year six talent show when they were leaving um, primary school and it just makes me smile and it's all about counting other people isn't it really which is kind of what we do now so so that's great that's my song choice Oxfordshire Station Get Radio Welcome back to the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike here on Get Radio uh, before that song chosen by Nikki and hopefully bringing her some mummy memories um, we were listening to uh, Nikki introduce herself a uh, her bit about her background and also an introduction to Sobo House um, so Nikki I think a good place to sort of kick off really because we are a business show is why do businesses get involved with charities such as Sobo House yeah so there's lots of reasons why businesses get involved um Sometimes they're very sad reasons. They might have lost a colleague or somebody very close to them and they want to do something to, to give back, um, to give back to the, for the support that they received, uh, that their colleague received. Um, sometimes they want to connect with, with a, a charity within the local community um, to do some good within the area. So sometimes it's, it's for those reasons. Um, a lot of the companies give uh, volunteering days and so they want to find innovative ways of using those up um, and, doing, and doing some good in the community. So there's lots of different reasons why people want to get involved and actually work with us and support us. Amazing. No, fair, thank you. Thank you for that intro. Um, Nikki, one of the things um, that probably led to, to, to this show um, and, and you being a guest was, was a conversation that we had around... Um, businesses come into want to volunteer and the obvious things that businesses want to do is to do the garden or paint the wall and actually sometimes that isn't the best thing for the charity so can you just relay that conversation really and kind of talk talk a little bit about um what businesses should really be considering when when approaching a charity to want to want to help absolutely i mean we do have a beautiful garden at sobel but currently we are doing sort of a garden regeneration so we've just had some trees planted we've done some painting of walls ourselves and and we're going to have a whole new planting scheme so at the moment currently there is no gardening work to be done but yet it is something that a lot of people love to come and do they come like to come and do it as a team but i think i think there are lots of more innovative ways that we can use those volunteering days um We've got a number of uh, different things happening at the moment um, that we're organising, sort of events that we're doing. Um, we've got My Lovely Postcards in May and we've got the Lego Walk that we're running with, with Seesaw. That's happening on the 2nd of July. And in both of those cases, we've got volunteering opportunities for companies to either pit themselves against one another or work as a team within, within each of the events. So let me explain a little bit more. With um, Sorry, the lights keep going on and off. Um, with the My Lovely Postcards, we're looking for companies who want to have a, a bake sale effectively, but a bake sale for us. Um, so come and run our refreshment stand at the My Lovely Postcards exhibition. Now, it's running from the 20th of May right through to the 28th. Close on the Monday and Tuesday, the 22nd and 23rd, but it's running for seven days. And we've got a tiny team at Sobel and we don't have enough manpower to run a cake and refreshment stall. So it's at St John the Evangelist Cloisters. So if there are teams of, of corporate volunteers out there that like to run the odd bake sale, there's only so much um, cake that you can eat in the office. So perhaps you'd like to come and bake and bring it along and come and actually uh, volunteer and do a ref refreshment store for us at, uh, at the My Lovely Postcards exhibition. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is for the Lego walk, which is going to be really exciting. And I know, Ben, you're quite excited about it. You think maybe you might, might like to walk across some Lego. Um, so a Lego walk is like a fire walk, um, only probably more painful. Um, 
And we have got a brilliant day. We're doing it in, in connection with Seesaw. And it's going to be um, with our lovely friends at City of Oxford um, Football Club. So Oxford City. Um, and what the, what the event is going to be, obviously, there's a Lego walk, but it's going to be a sort of really good summer vibe, bit of a sort of carnival-y, festival-y atmosphere where people can actually um, come and do all sorts of other things too. And what we're asking corporates to do is to think about how they could run a stall. So maybe it's guess the number of Lego bricks in a jar. Maybe it is about the Lego rat. It doesn't matter. But they can pit themselves against other corporates to run a stand on the day. So have, have their volunteering day on a Sunday, take the actual day off on the Monday. So um, we're, we're looking sort of for any ideas. So corporates, if they want to get in touch with me, we can have a discussion about what they would like to do on the day. Fantastic. A great example of how businesses can get involved. I know from our aspect, you know, from uh, Oxford Business Community Network, OBCN, you know, the, the ways that we've supported charities, uh, we did come and do some gardening and we did do the uh, the patio area at OBCN. And I'm pleased that it hasn't had to be replaced so immediately from our work. But uh, but also, um, we've also volunteered and different people have gone into charities to share their expertise, whether their marketing expertise, their finance expertise. How valuable is that? And is that something that businesses could help you know charities a lot more than they perhaps think and it's you know beyond just the money absolutely mike so we're always looking for different expertise for different things so we've got a really big event coming up next summer which i'll tell you more about sort of in the near future but we are we're working currently with graphic designers we're working with um sort of different people like that who can help design brochures who can help um sort of do some marketing expertise we're working with um, an seo company you can help sort of promote things in terms of website but yes we're always looking for different expertise because as i said we're a tiny team and we just don't have those expertise ourselves so if people are prepared to volunteer for us it really makes all the difference and i'll just give you one little example actually um we're working with uh, one of our um, um law firms who have worked with us for a long time um and with my lovely postcards they are they're working they're helping us to to actually sort of um lights again um, they're helping us in terms of their um, photographing the postcards for us but because of covid um, technology has moved on so quickly rather than photographing 385 individual postcards they're actually able to put them through their machine which takes digital images instantly um, and so within about 15 20 minutes we'll have all the postcards catalogued for us which would have previously taken us about two or three days so it's things like that that make all the difference to us um, one of the things I'm keen to build um, a lot on, Nikki, is is um, with my recruitment hat on, I bet you never thought I'd mention this. Um, but one of the things I'm really keen to build more on is really um, the benefits of team building for the teams. Um, so I know the Sobel House um, and you are really, really um, keen on, on teams coming to volunteer. But but what, what do you see as the benefits to them in terms of staff morale, in terms of getting to know each other better, in terms of being more comfortable? Yeah, what can you can you share a flavour? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean it's really nice. It's really great for teams to come. Um, we've got um we've got a team at the moment that are hoping to come and join us. There's actually 24 of them. And again, they're hoping to come and join for for one of our events where they will all be doing different tasks within within the one event. Um, and so they all get to know each other a little bit better. They can work sort of across the different departments within their organisation, but for us. So I think it just gives people a sense of purpose. It gives people a sense of identity. And, it, you know, at the end of the day, they go away feeling like they've really done some good as well. So I think it's a really positive thing all round. 
Super. Uh, I, love, I love positivity. I think one of the things I've been talking about recently is what businesses could learn from fundraisers like yourself, because you know I'm really impressed with the fundraisers like yourself that we have in OBCN, whereby you know, you're very clear in terms of what your purpose is, and you're very clear about what the impact is that you make as a charity. And I think some businesses, when we're like, for example, giving our 60 seconds or whatever that may be, we miss how we make an impact or the purpose that we're, we're delivering. So tell us a little bit about, you know, how you either are trained that or how that just feels the right thing to do that the businesses could perhaps learn by that. Yeah. So I think, I think we, I mean, obviously our goal um, within any charity, but particularly um, within Sobel, we're very clear, you know, we need to raise the vital funds that we need to keep the to keep the hospice open and keep providing all the many services that we provide. So I think it really crystallizes the thought process actually, Mike. I think because we are so, you know, we're so single-minded about it. And I think sometimes, I mean, I certainly know this from so, you know, from from back in the day at GSK, you know, sometimes you can get distracted by other things. But because our purpose is so singular, really, um, it really just crystallizes the mind. So I think from a um, from a business perspective, I think sometimes stopping, taking a step back, and thinking about really what the focus should be really helps to actually sort of hone it down into what you've got to do on a day to day basis. Thank you so much for your thoughts so far. We'll continue the conversation after this. This is the Business Brunch Podcast from Get Radio, sponsored by We Do HR Support. Leave your HR to the experts so you can focus on what you do best. Welcome back to the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike on Get Radio. And today I'm really, really delighted to, um, to be do- joined by Nikki Gracie of Sobel House. And re- we're really talking um, to you, um, the business person who may want to work with charities or, or may not, not know how to get, get involved with charities and, and really kind of the benefits that this can bring as, as, a, as a win-win, um, not just to the charity or to yourself, but also um, the, the amazing work that they do through through so many uh so, so many people across oxfordshire um nikki one of the things that i'm um really really keen to kind of build build on here is um really the difference that that it makes so i this is a business show um and I, i'm not sure how much you'll be able to share but but how how i guess um do you fund your work um and, and what what impact does does this fundraising make to people across Oxfordshire and people that really need it. Yeah, absolutely, Ben. I mean, it, it makes it makes an enormous amount of difference. So I'll give you an example. Um, back at the st- uh, in April last year, so it's been running for a whole year. Um, we um, we had uh, we've got a new program um, called Ripple, which is rapid intervention of palliative and end of life care. Mm. Um, and through our hospice care, care at home appeal, which ran last month in March, um, we've raised vital funds for this particular um, sort of branch of what we do. And it means that people who perhaps are frightened about going into hospital or into hospice, that means they can have care in their own home and they can be looked after in their home, own home, and which makes them feel very, very much more comfortable. But the funds raised and, and it, it takes an, you know, an awful lot of money to, to raise this. We need to look for about a million pounds a year. To, to cover this. Um, but so far, we've saved over 5,000 bed days for the NHS. So it really has, it has vital impact, um, both within, within the hospice and hospitals, um, but also obviously for those individuals and the families who are, who are looking after them. 
And it just gives families a chance to be family while the care is being looked looked after by by professionals. So it really just means that family and friends can can spend those last moments with people actually having a really, you know, really raising, you know, creating memories and actually having spending the best, you know, the sort of um, spending that quality time together at the end of somebody's life. Incredible. And well, we know that Sable House touches the lives of so many people in Oxfordshire um, and therefore probably people know a little bit about what Sobel do. But again, you just hit the head, a nail on the head there in terms of an impact statement there that you made straight away, 5,000 bed days. You know, it's um, unbelievable. It, it's huge, Mike. It really is huge. It makes such a huge difference. But it's funny, isn't it? There are lots of little things that people can do too. So we've got a local hotel who's helping us at the moment. Um, and they're, they're providing drinks for our Sobel drinks trolley. Now, I know our, our drinks trolley is legendary, um, but actually they're providing some little mini drink, little mini bottles of, of Prosecco and wine and some beers and some spirits as well. And it makes all the difference to both patients and to um, to their families, um, actually, who are in Sobel. So it's, it's all sorts of different ways that people can help us um, financially, but also in kind as well and, and different gifts. Well, there's another example of what I was going to come on to, really, which is another thing I think that businesses can learn from charities and fundraisers like yourself is the innovation and the creativity that you have. You, know, you said earlier, you know, if cha- if a business wants to get involved, come and have a conversation with you. That's the easy part, but it's coming up with the idea that's fit for you, fit for them. And that takes innovation and creativity. So t- tell us a little bit more about that process and how you are um, helping businesses with that innovative and creative way. Yeah, Absolutely. So it's about discussion, isn't it? Like anything, it's about communication, Mike. It's about talking to people, working out what they've got, what they can offer, um, and what the, and what their sort of key drivers are as well. So it might be that they want to give some experience to people. It might be a, sort of a work experience, sort of voluntary side. It might be that they want to do fundraising, and that that way that they can do some sort of team team activities, team challenges, and they can fundraise that way, um, which then raises vital funds for us. It might be sort of various different things, various different aspects. As I, I mentioned earlier on, it might be that they want to do something in memory of somebody. So it really depends. It's about having dialogue with people and really discussing and working out what the different drivers are for them. And I think it's it's about getting to know people, isn't it? Like any like anything. I mean, like like both of your businesses, it's about understanding what people want out of out of what they're offering, really, um, and working together to find the right balance. No, absolutely, absolutely, and and something I'm just keen to to, to work a lot on um, here really is is just around long term relationships. So I know at Sobel House you've you've got some supporters that have um, been really close to Sobel for a very long period of time, and and I imagine that there's some real benefits from from that long term relationship. But equally, I know that a lot of businesses have a charity of the year, um, which again um, I, I'm sure does have benefits. Can you just talk? talk to the listener about um i guess kind of what both options mean and 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 some maybe some stories around that absolutely so obviously i'm quite new ben so i shall try and give you some stories (laughs) (laughs) team would have been better placed for the stories like this um but yes certainly it's it's interesting now i'm coming to the end of some charities of the year so i haven't actually worked with those chat with those um businesses but they're coming to the end of the charity of the year so i'm going to a lot of functions coming up in the next month or so uh where people are sort of saying farewell in fact to their year of charity fundraising for Sobel but it's been interesting um, when I've been having some of these initial discussions with companies um, and hearing about all the different things that they've done 
And it, 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 they've, they've really enjoyed sort of um, getting to know one particular organisation. And it's so hard in Oxfordshire because there are so many amazing charities that do fabulously uh, wonderful work uh, that support lots of different causes. Um, but I think if you can just choose one charity for a year and then perhaps change that charity and work with somebody else, it means you really get to understand what it is they do. You can you can raise funds, you can volunteer, you can do lots of different things that help and support that charity. Um, and, and really, as I say, get to know them and get to, you know, get to know one another, which has been very beneficial. I guess one of the aspects of, you know, Sobel House being the choice of the charity of the year for so many um, local businesses is because you have a brand profile, don't you? So how do Sobo House continue to work on your brand, if you like, to make sure it's attractive and relevant to local businesses? Yeah, so we, I mean, we, we, we've worked sort of with a lot of, as I say, a lot of local businesses. Um, and so our brand, I suppose we grow, we try and grow our brand in lots of different ways. Um, we, I mean, we, we spend a lot of time doing a lot of networking, um, a lot of reaching out, PR, um, we we try and um, work with the community in lots of different ways, um, and through us think, through working um, with people like Cecil on the Lego Walk, um, it's about understanding how actually a lot of us interconnect. Um, we we have a lot of um, a lot of ways that we obviously work with Cecil. Um, but also be free young carers, for example. We've got a, a strong connection with with them. Um, so it's about again, it's about understanding and communication, I think. And that's how we build our brand. Thank you so much, Nikki, for your thoughts so far. We'll continue the conversation after this. Interviewing Oxfordshire's business leaders. This is the Business Brunch Podcast, sponsored by We Do HR Support. Leave your HR to the experts so you can focus on what you do best. Welcome back to the Business Approach with Ben and Mike on Get Radio. And um, before that song, we were speaking with with Nikki about how businesses can really engage with a charity and that charity being Sobel House for the purpose of this conversation. Um, and if, if like me, you're... Um, completely inspired by by the work that Nikki and the team do, then then do absolutely reach out to Nikki. She's very approachable and always up for a conversation. Um so so Nikki, I'm just I'm just really, really keen to to build on I guess kind of the process. Um so of course, Sobel House is, is the charity you're representing um, and close to so many people's lives in Oxfordshire. I, I would imagine there's not many people in Oxfordshire who, I guess, sadly, haven't haven't known somebody that, that you've supported. And, uh, and I'm just really keen to understand um, really the what would be your recommendation for, for, for somebody listening at home when making a decision of the charity that they want to work with? What, what things should they be asking themselves, whether that, you know, maybe Sobel or maybe somebody else, what, 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 what's that kind of decision-making process really? Yeah, absolutely, Ben. So I think people need to, to understand what impact they can make um, and what the priorities are for the charity. So, um, so I suppose, uh, you know, it depends on, it depends on what, uh, what's going on within, within their business. I mean, they might be a business that supports, that does things that work, work with children, for example. So maybe, maybe one of the other charities within Oxfordshire would be, would be a better fit for them. But I think it's about considering what, what it is they have to offer and what it is that we, we as charities, not just as Sobel, but we as charities need. And I think, again, it's about communication and deciding, um, how, what the best fit is. And I, I guess it's getting tougher and tougher with fundraising, you know, in terms of cost of living, etc. Tell us a little bit more about uh, 
those experiences and, and what you're you're seeing out there yeah it is it is it's definitely it's definitely getting much tougher and i think we're all finding that speaking to other charities they're finding the same sort of thing so i think for us it's about uh, trying to do things differently trying to find uh, different ways trying to find innovative ways i mean we haven't um we haven't done a Lego walk in Oxfordshire before. And so we're going to do this Lego walk um, in, in July. So it's about finding ways that people can have a really fun experience um, and do something a bit different. Um, the My Lovely Postcards event, which we've got running in May, um, we've reached out to artists and asked them to create an original piece of artwork to send to us. So there are lots of very talented people in Oxfordshire. And apart from the cost of the stamp, or they could even drop it into us, it's effectively free. It's a free thing that they can do for us. But the support that it will bring will be enormous. Um, we will auction those off on an online auction and each uh, postcard will raise a minimum of £10 and, and bids after that will be £5 increments. So we're expecting from the 385 um, postcards to raise a minimum of £4,000. So that's a brilliant way of doing it. So we're looking at ways that people can support us differently. Um, we've also obviously got our retail shops too. So I'm sure we've all got something in our wardrobe that's still got the price tag hanging on it um, you know, we, we've never actually worn. So maybe after it's been in there for two, three, four, five years, maybe it's time to donate that. So it's things like that. So I think there are lots of ways we can, we can donate without actually putting our hands in our pockets that would still make a huge difference to us. No, re- re- really interesting. Um, j- just continuing on that, on that, on that piece. Um, I appreciate d- different people have um, different mindsets um, and, and I guess it different enjoyment pieces. Um, so I guess what what should we be considering when when deciding whether we are going to go and donate lots of things um, to the charity shop or whether we're going to go and tread on on Lego or whether we're going to decide, do you know what? I, I actually don't really w- want to do something. I would rather just write a check. What what, what I guess what what is that thought process? Absolutely. Well, I think it depends a lot on time, you know, um, time, Ben, because at the end of the day, time is probably our most precious thing that we've got to give. Mm. Um, so if, if people are time poor, um, they might be cash rich, in which, which case a check writing would probably be a really good good thing to do. But it might be that you've got, you know, weekend and you want something to do with the kids and you think, mm. oh, gosh, a Lego will be really fun and be something quite different. And and actually the kids might really find it quite an enjoyable watching dad and his and his business colleagues walking over Lego. They might find that quite amusing and there'll be lots of the fun stuff to do um, at Oxford City as well on the same day. So I think it, it I think it depends on people's circumstances, doesn't it? You know, mm. actually, if you've got time at home, a lot of time at home, maybe paint a couple of postcards, you know, but people might not have time. So it, it depends on everybody's individual circumstances. I'm, I'm not sure of the actual correct phrase, but I understand that one of the things that's on the growth is the giving through your wills. Um, so that you know, when you pass, that part of your estate gets given to a charity. Is that something you're seeing, and is, is that something that people are uh, leaning towards because obviously they don't need the money when they passed? Yeah, absolutely. So we do see that it's a different it's a different area of um, of the Sobel fundraising team that look after that, Mike. But yes, it is something that we do see and 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 sort of support through legacy is something that we, um, you know, we're obviously delighted to receive support in that way. Um, very often, I think, with um, individuals, they, um, when, when they've lost their partner or they've lost a loved one, actually, it makes them feel closer to the place that perhaps or the place that supported them in their last moments, makes them feel closer to the person that's departed if, if there's a donation that's been made as well. 
Oh, amazing. Thanks so much for your thoughts so far, Nikki. Uh, we continue the conversation after this. The Business Brunch with Ben and Mike. Sponsored by We Do HR Support. Leave your HR to the experts so you can focus on what you do best. Welcome back to the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike on Get Radio. And today we're absolutely delighted to be joined by Nikki Gracie of Sobel House. Um, Nikki's really sharing um, her expertise um, with, with you, the listener. But also, I think the thing that some of us are often too scared to say in the world of work is actually thank you so much for your kindness but it would be really kind if you could do it this way or it's going to have a bigger impact this way and and that's what this show is 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 really really all about um Nikki something you were touching on a little bit earlier in the show was um some of these innovative ways businesses can help and and actually I want to spin this completely because I think one of the things I've really noticed about you is that you are incredibly innovative with um, things like Lego walks and postcards and, and, and there's constant innovation there. How, how do you come up with all of these ideas or how does the charity come up with all of these ideas? And, and, and I guess um, if somebody's listening at home and they have a really good idea that they would love to do with a charity, are you able just to approach a charity and say, I've got this idea. Can we do it together? Absolutely. And that's the really key thing. So um, I'm, I'm just hands in the air. Most of these ideas are not mine, Ben. So um, as much as that I'd was like silly. You shouldn't have admitted that, Nikki. <laughs> They're all your idea. <laughs> Yeah, sadly not. Um, I mean, my lovely postcards, for example, um, just to tell you a little bit about that. So Beth Foreman very sadly died at 32 um, in Sobel House uh, in 2016. And uh, um, her father and, and family have set up um, my lovely postcards in conjunction with Sobel House in her memory. Mm. Um, the event runs, uh, runs, so it raises funds for Beth's bursary which is a specific fund uh, and we uh, it's a restricted fund that we use for um, additional palliative um, care training for our nurses. Uh, so it's a specific fund that does that. And that literally is born out of a discussion that uh, Neil Foreman had and the family had with Sobel to say that they wanted to do something in memory of Beth. I think this is the third time that My Lovely Postcards would have happened um, this year. Obviously, there was a bit of a break because of COVID. Um, but it is something that that will, you know, that's that's an ongoing uh, event that has happened before at Sobel, uh, again, and that's it's an idea that somebody else has had. So there are some great ideas out there. Um, the Lego walks the first time in Oxfordshire, but equally it's happened elsewhere. So it's just about it for us. It's about trying to find uh, different ideas and trying to see, you know, what we can do. Fantastic. Now, we, we've spoken a few times today about the, you know, if you choose that you want to support any charity, and, and we've obviously been speaking about Sobo House, there's different ways that you can do that, you know, whether that's fundraising, the check writing, donating some clothing to a retail shop, whether that's um, just giving your time, etc. Now, Nikki, you worked in business. Now you're the other side of the fence as the sort of event fundraiser. What realisations have you had now joining the other side of the fence that you'd like to perhaps share with our listeners to help them think about getting involved with a charity? I think with all charities, and actually we're quite big in terms of an Oxfordshire charity, um, somebody like Seesaw, they've got you know, very few members of staff, even fewer than us. So I think actually volunteering and time is very vital to us. We obviously mentioned earlier on about expertise. Um, you know, we're not, we're not experts um, 
in in lots of different fields that we could you know we can do with some support from photographers and videographers and you know um, graphic designers and accountants and all sorts of different things that people could volunteer their time. Um, so I think you know it's it's from from my perspective um, the difference is you know when you're on the other side of the fence you think it is perhaps all about raising funds and raising and raising money but actually time is as valuable as that because we don't you know we don't necessarily have you know just enough bodies to do to do the work you know we need we need volunteers to run events we need volunteers who will help give us their expertise as well so yeah so it's 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 interesting looking at it from the other side of the fence as you say because uh looking at it from from the outside in i would have thought perhaps it was more about more about funds and of course that's vital too but time is equally important Mm-hmm, absolutely mike i'm going to jump in with a little bit of bit, being a bit of a know-it-all now uh, you wouldn't have thought that uh, you wouldn't have thought that with me would you um i've never done it before um but one of the things i've seen in the world of charity quite quite a lot which can be really really clever with my employment hat on is a lot of people that are volunteering for a charity for really open and upfront selfish reasons and what i mean by that is um great examples is i speak to candidates quite regularly who want to transition into a career in marketing and whether you've got lots of marketing qualifications or not actually you really need tangible experience and by running marketing campaigns or social media pages for charities on a voluntary basis that can add real value to the charity particularly the small charities who don't have a marketing department but also can can really build 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 your cv in that way Uh, and certainly i think that we all get stuck in the rut sometimes don't we we all get stuck in the rut of um the world of thompson and terry recruitment or whichever whichever other business and sometimes i think it's quite nice to have a little bit of a different day to, to to be able to help help a charity in that way but anyway there's my two pennies worth you know a lot more than i nikki so i'm going to come back to you with 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 my my final piece really um just as we're starting to come to the end of the show one of the things that i think we've really really like to like to share is um top tips or suggestions and i think that it'd be really nice to spin it a little bit today and really talk about um tangible things that somebody listening at home can do to help sobel house or indeed another charity but let's focus on sobel house so we've touched on this a lot to, a lot already but let's let's really kind of go go i guess to the end in terms of if somebody's listening at home and would like to so- support Sobel House, what should they do? How can they do it? And what will be the things that you would say, think about this, think about this, think about this? Okay. So probably um, some, some easy, quick wins. I've already mentioned, you know, if you've got something hanging in your wardrobe, still got the label in it, think about donating it. Don't donate your old T-shirts, but, you know, if there's that one shirt in the wardrobe that you've never actually worn, you realise you don't suit orange and it's bright orange with pink spots or whatever it is, please donate that. So that's number one. Number two, we do an awful lot of events, third party events. So Oxford Half, Bike Oxford, all of those challenge events, you know, come do it for us. Um, Team Sobel is great. We'll be there to support you. We'll have lots of um, lots of people cheering you on. Uh, you get a goodie bag at the end. Uh, so have a look on our website and have a look at the, at the challenge events that we do. But also think about giving your time. You know, think about if there's some if you've got time to give. Think about what expertise you have, or indeed if you haven't, but we would love to, to, to you know, use your volunteering skills, um, either to help run events, or perhaps you've got an expertise, some expertise that we would like to use. So think about time. So those are probably my top three things that are really easy, quick wins for individuals out there. 
but they would be great. And I suppose, Ben, if I'm thinking also from a corporate perspective, you know, think about volunteering as a group, but don't just, you know, it's not just about the garden. Maybe think about other ways that you can volunteer with us and talk to us about it because we've always got ideas and we really, we really want to make it fun and we really want to make it a really exciting, interesting day for them so that we, you know, if you talk to us and tell us what you're after, we can see what we can do. Amazing. Thank you so much. Um, and what a way to end the show. But unfortunately, that is the end of the show. Um, so thank you so much um, to um, Nikki Gracie of Sobel House for joining us today on the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike on Get Radio. Um, it's been real pleasure having you with us. And and, and it's really been th- th- thought provoking. I, th- I think every single person listening at home are probably looking at themselves and thinking, oh, how can I help um, Sobel House or indeed uh, uh, another charity? So, so no, th- thank you for that. Thank you very much, Ben. It's been really great. Nice to see you both. And for me, you know, it's uh, a charity that I'd love to support. I've given up my time and it's a charity that's very grateful for the volunteers. So I encourage you to get involved. Well, as you know, you've been listening to the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike here on Get Radio. We're here every Sunday uh, via DAB in Oxfordshire or online. But next week, we're talking to two guests about graduate programmes. And they're going to be Aoife Griffin and Cara Cullen from Thompson Terry Recruitment. Now, just a reminder that you can catch our show in different formats. I've just talked about the radio. Our podcast comes out each Monday. It's available on all your favourite podcast uh, platforms. And then if you like the video preference, then on a Tuesday, it tends to come out on the Get Radio Facebook page and also on their website. So various different ways to catch up with the show if you didn't listen to it as we released it. But for now, enjoy the rest of your Sunday and we'll see you next week.